Hello, welcome to Zeitheist. This is Josh Gaines, your host. Just a brief little message before this uh, kind of mini episode begins. So most often I would prefer to have guests on here and there are more coming, but hey, lo and behold, scheduling is uh, tough to get these dang folks on the mic. But there are more of those in the works and they will be coming soon. But for now, this little mini episode is uh, a post of the audio of a live stream that I did recently. And uh, so I'll be I'll be putting up these from time to time. And I would encourage folks listening here uh, to go to YouTube as well and subscribe there, mainly because the, the main episodes of Zeitheist, the ones with guests, always have a fun extra component with some uh, short film or, or video meme or music performance. It's, it's a whole it's a whole deal. And it's fun to. Uh, watch in video form. So there is a link in the show notes to that. Also just wanted to mention, I do a Patreon. Who the hell doesn't these days? But it's a great way for people to, uh, you can throw me a few bucks if you like what I do. It's helpful. It's great. I'm thankful for it. I'm not going to fucking beg you, okay? Do it if you want. If you don't want to, that's fine. And thanks for listening to this anyway. So that is all. I hope you enjoy this. I hope you get a lot out of it. And so there will be more of these to come. There will be more guests to come. And that's all. Enjoy. The Divine Mother, Gods and Deities. Huh? Huh? Okay. Here's what I want to talk about because I'm sick of the patriarchy saying that there's one God, there's one ultimate true God, and it's a man with a big old dick. And he sits in the sky on his little throne and he decides what happens in the world. He decides who to free and who to blame. What is that from? Is that Johnny Cash? Yeah, the man comes around. Yeah, the man, exactly. That's what I'm saying. No. Sorry for clipping the mic, shit. First of all, I believed for years, I believed for years and years of my life, the majority of my life, that God was a man, was a, a, a a big powerful person in human form somewhere up in the sky there and uh, watching over everything I did and counting how many times I masturbated and uh, just keeping a fucking list of all the shit I did. You know, you can call me stupid. You can call me ignorant and whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. It was programmed in my brain, you know, at age five and I grew up believing that that was only reinforced by every voice around me. So pretty fucking understandable thought god was a man up in the sky commanding everything this idea about god i mean man these christians out here which i used to be one for years and years these christians they think god is a man who you can talk to and he sent his son jesus to die so that you wouldn't have to burn forever sounds like a great setup just suffering upon suffering. And yeah, by the way, if you make the wrong choices, if you don't believe exactly the right thing, uh, if you don't ask for forgiveness, if you um, are gay or all, all kinds of reasons will get you sent to the Bernie place, you know, the burning place. Get you rejected at those pearly gates and, oh, sorry, buddy, you believed the wrong thing. Yeah, sorry, God, ah, you know, he's super petty and specific and like, Ah, uh, yeah, your your book of crimes is like pretty fucking large. It's like war and peace times, 
you know, 700 volumes. Like you've done a lot of shit. It looked like you jerked off a lot, mostly. Like the majority of your life is mostly jerking off. So, you know, sorry, man, we can't, uh, we only let people in who have never jerked off before and who have only been in a heterosexual uh, monogamous marriage their entire lives uh, because that's the union of Christ and the church. All this shit. You know what that sounds like to me? A big, bearded, powerful man in the sky sounds like some patriarchal cocksuckers trying to control women, trying to say, damn, these bitches, they got too much control here. They got too much power. We got to like get these gals in line over here. And that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. And to a certain degree, a masculine deity was the right mm, form or image for certain people at a certain time in history. People who relied upon, who lived in a patriarchal society. And I know we do too. Uh, ugh, Jesus, I'm not going to try to speak to that. I'm not saying it's right or good or that I want that. I'm just saying that's kind of what it fucking is. And that's changing um, slowly. Anyhow, you know what I'm saying. Maybe. <sighs> in Bible times, it was a patriarchal society. And so they needed... They needed the form of a deity, God or, or the divine or absoluteness, the witness presented itself in this form because that was what they could understand. That was a framework they could work with, okay? But to take those old texts from biblical texts and make that apply to today, 2,000 years later, or sometimes as much as like 8,000 years later, bro, and these pastors on stage with their slick back fucking hair or their hip little $300 jeans and they're, you know, and now pastors are ripped and they wear hipster clothes and they have cool, fancy, like Hollywood haircuts and they probably fuck all the girls in the youth group um, and, and who knows what and have like a big fucking fancy production for their music every Sunday. Uh, these pastors are, are still using this same framework, using this same imagery to say yeah but but now they're trying to make it kind of kitschy and cool but it's still all the same dogma and bullshit you know trying to keep people in line trying to keep men unified to a system trying to keep women unified to a system and anybody who doesn't identify with one of those two binary genders is like not even welcome in the room you know and god forbid if you're or anything other than hetero listen no deity is technically a real god it's technically not a real entity not in the sense that we mean in the material realm every deity if you were to line them all up line up a picture of them in your mind isis osiris ganesha vishnu shakti any you can think of babylon jesus christ father god of israel um the buddha put them all next to each other as if they're like little you know like action figures or pull up that white uh, room in the matrix, you know, where you can conjure anything and just line up every fucking deity you've ever heard of all in a row, the wrathful ones, the gentle ones, the loving ones, the, the wealthy ones, the, the beautiful ones, the hideous ones, put them all in a row. They're all on an equal playing field. Okay. They're all lined up next to each other. And, and you'll notice that they mostly take human form. Sure. Some of them have animalistic quality, some of them have like sort of a monstrous quality. Some of them just look straight up like humans or some of them are, are humans with some sort of fantasy element added into it. 
you know, or mystical or extra arms or all those sort of things. And those representations all mean something. But for any person in any society, in any religion to get fixated upon one deity and say, this is the real one. This is the real one who actually runs everything or who, who that's, that's an illusion that is still all in the mind and that is fixating upon something that is only supposed to be a symbol of something larger and indescribable, okay? These deities are all on a level playing field because imagine above them sort of like a canopy of white, of just like absolute pure white nothingness, brightness, glory, beauty, whatever the hell you want to call it, or blackness, just pure void that hovers above the heads of all these deities and the essence of this utter nothingness or this utter, utter everythingness is within all of the deities. The deities are it. They are one and the same. And the, the deity, the god or goddess or whatever it is, is just a way of our minds having an image and a framework and, an, and a, a name to to attach to, to give devotion to, and to give worship to, but not as if that deity is the ultimate thing. And to do so is where we get the horribly destructive behavior of things like, you know, violent Islam or radical Christianity, who thinks that there are, you know, deeply dogmatic, limiting, um, moral rules to pleasing these ultimate deities and that everyone who does not do that is a, is a heretic or a, um, an infidel bro. And how much pain and destruction and torture and death has come from that way of thinking of getting fixated upon one and saying, this is the only one and there's no room for any of the others. The reason that deities are, are that they take human form or that they take any kind of form is because our minds need something to fix upon. We can't give devotion and love to utter nothingness, you know, or you can try, but it's really hard because it, there's just nothing there to grasp onto. Deities are a framework for our minds to fall in love with, to fall in love with. And all of the longing for truth, all of the longing for union and love and beauty, you fixate upon a deity um, like Ishtar or Babylon or Isis, you know, I put the divine mother in here because the sacred feminine is uh, largely missing, at least from American culture, because it's it's been so heavily fixated upon a masculine God. There's both parts to that. There is a binary that that is beyond um, this sort of modern day gender association. It's more like it's more like yin and yang. It's more like uh, passive and receptive or or um, it's, it's more like positive and negative charges, but they have a masculine and feminine essence and you need both. So anyway, you know, the idea is to, it's, it's a very good thing, regardless of your background, regardless of, of religion in the past or religion now, or no religion at all and complete atheism. Um, and atheism is fine because none of those gods are technically real anyhow. But 
to fixate all of your longing for truth or beauty, or if you have been a searcher, a seeker all your life for bliss, to know what is really going on here, to know the, the truth and doing all this reading and searching and gleaning knowledge, but still just being like, there is a longing in my heart for more than what anything on this plane of existence can seem to fill. You know, you can fill it with pleasure. You can fill it with with every kind of indulgence and it's never quite enough. And there is like a longing for something that seems to be beyond this reality. And that's very good. So you fixate that longing on a deity um, like Ishtar or Babylon. And, and it can be a man or a woman uh, deity or, or something else, an animal. It doesn't matter as long as it rings true with your heart and your framework and your mind and you are able to set your longing upon that image knowing that that image itself is not the ultimate thing it's only a representation of the larger thing but you fixate your love and you imagine it and you send all of your love your your desire your longing your 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 devotion and worship including sexually including sexual attraction to God. Yes, yes, that sounds blasphemous because sexuality has been hugely fucking repressed and that sounds like, oh my God, getting horny for God, are you serious? Yes, dude, like, yes. There is nothing more powerful or that is closer to blissful union than the moment of climax. When you're blasting your fucking load and you feel great, that is a little clue from the universe going, hey, maybe this means something, okay? This mechanism that is built into your body, you know? And that sounds like a joke and it's easy to chuckle at that or get all fucking, you know, uh, juvenile about it, but that is the truth. Never are you closer to divinity than at the moment of climax. And that is not, and that's been used in a really fucking disgusting way by a bunch of sick, uh, like false gurus and a bunch of Western magic guys who are just like, oh yes, come into the temple and be my priestess. And together we will find the union of the masculine and feminine. And it's actually just like, no dude, you're gross and you wanna fuck a lot and take advantage of women, you sick fuck. But there is something to that, okay? So, ha getting horny for God. <laughs> and uh, and again, the word God is, has been bastardized. You gotta get rid of that. Find a different word for it. And I know I keep using it, but divinity, the absolute, the silent witness, whatever, ultimate nothingness, ultimate chaos. I don't care. Use whatever term makes sense to you. And it's all about with the sexual arousal. It is all about what is the intent behind that? Is it just that you want to jerk off and be horny? No, there's a time and place for that. It's fine. Whatever. Let it go. But sexual energy put with intent towards your longing for truth and divinity and fixating upon a deity and going, you know, I long to be one with you. I long to know truth of ultimate reality. I long for pure bliss and awakening to the realized state. And something that you can do uh, is to, if you have a deity that you are fixated upon, um, to sexually arouse yourself and at the moment of release try to vibrate the name of that deity with all of your longing 
in your third eye point, like almost like a little, like a little, like a little physical buzz was happening right there. And just with all your longing, with all that, all that buildup and energy, uh, send your attention there and see what happens and try it again. And, and maybe nothing will happen at first, but just, it's an interesting thing to play with. It's just that a lot of, uh, a lot of damage has been done by fixating upon one deity and thinking that's the ultimate truth. You know, to quote, to, to paraphrase, I should say something from Alan Moore from his uh, Promethea graphic novel series, which is excellent, by the way, is that where is the one place that gods do exist? And think about that for a second. Like, People try to prove whatever God all the time, or atheists try to disprove whatever, da-da-da, by science, bullshit, whatever. Where's the one place deities are real? For certain. They're real in your head. They are real in the minds of man. Because we think about them, and millions and billions of people <clears throat> are devoted to them all around the world, all different ones. And so that is the one place that they are real for certain, is in our minds, is in our imagination. And that is a fucking huge clue, dude. That's a huge key to this whole thing. You know, God did not create man in his image. Man created God in his image. You know, ding, 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 ding. Why do they all have fucking human features? But they represent something much larger that is indescribable, that is not able to be defined or described. And that's why we need a, a framework, like a target almost, to focus on and to keep returning to and to give our devotion and love to so that we can ultimately find and realize the awakened state, enlightenment, liberation. And that, and that takes specific practice and, and discipline and, and particular breathing method, methods and all sorts of things but also just a deep longing for union with spirit. And that all might sound like the craziest shit you ever heard, but I'm telling you, pal, I mean, actually, who gives a shit? I don't need to convince you, and it doesn't matter. It's okay if that sounds crazy. Um, and I would have said that too at one point because I was convinced that there was one God and everything else was blasphemy, but that is a pretty destructive way to think. And when one is open to the possibility of something different is when real beauty and magic emerges. Um, and the interesting thing is that, you know, in each given person's mind, in the eight or nine billion people on this planet at this point, um, for example, my idea of Ganesha is going to be different than your idea of Ganesha. And so the deities, deities can have the same name. They can have the same features and they can have a lot of similarity and crossover. But my Ganesha and the features that I imagine it with, that's not even my particular deity. I'm not telling you my deity. Um, <laughs> and you can make up your own. You can make up your own. Your deity can be SpongeBob fucking SquarePants. Seriously, if that's what, if that if that can be the, the fixation of your devotion, it can be fucking Batman. It can be an HP Lovecraft, like, you know, it can be Cthulhu. It can be anything. It can be Wonder Woman. Like, seriously, it doesn't matter as long as it's a representation of the ultimate thing. You know, still works. 
still works. Draw, if you're an artist, draw your own, make up your own that is exactly everything that you want to embody and everything that you would want a deity to be and make an altar to it and worship it as a representation of ultimate divinity, absolute witness truth. And see what happens, pal. Uh, anyway, where was I at? I was on something else earlier, a minute ago. Oh yeah, just that our ideas of deities are different across everywhere. And so everyone's is slightly unique and that is good, that's okay. Your imagination is powerful um, more than you think. Not in just some kind of kitschy, like, you know, Arthur cartoon show, like, yes, your imagination is powerful. Um, and that's, and Arthur doesn't sound like that even. So, no, your imagination has real tangible power to influence your reality. And so to use all of your imagination, all of your creativity towards a deity is pretty interesting. And I think that's where I'll stop for today. Okay. So that's deities, that's gods. Try it out or don't and go, that's blasphemy. No, there's one true God because this passage in the original Hebrew and the Greek says, I believe this. I believe that the Lord and the Jesus Christ and the whole, it's like, bro, I've already been through all that. All right. I, I was you at one time. Okay. You know, it didn't work for me. It absolutely crumbled. So don't come at me me with that shit maybe take a deeper look at yourself instead of being so certain what you know about a deity that you've never seen and never heard of or never heard from you know okay time to stop thank you for watching this i do a podcast about all this sort of shit called zeitheist and you can find it in all the places where podcasts are and on youtube where there's fun other stuff creative music funny uh bits in there as well so Check out Zeitheist. It's conversations with very smart people about all this. It's about occult. It's about astrology. It's about spirituality and meditation. And it's about people who are serious seekers in uh, longing for ultimate truth and who want to be liberated in this lifetime, which you can, baby. You can. The desire is the place to start. The awareness of that that's even a thing. That's a huge start. So carry on, my wayward son or daughter you know, or whatever. Uh, thanks for being here. A-ta-ta, a-ta-ta. -ta.